for now, we go to Technobyte with Aki Anastasiou. And remember that Technobyte is brought to you by Altron, technology partners in your digital transformation journey. For more information, visit altron.com. Altron, there when it matters. 702. Technology and Society with Aki Anastasio. On Technobyte this week, scientists who map the brain can tell you what you're reading about, a breakthrough for blind people, and how meteorologists are using facial recognition technology to predict the weather. Aki Anastasio, welcome. Hi, good morning to you. How are you doing this morning? Very well, very weekend? well. Yep, I did, I did, and you? Good stuff, yeah, very, very good. Yeah, I mean, that first story is absolutely fascinating, you hmm. know. Um, so when you're reading something and, you know, it, it evokes different emotions in different people. And what the scientists have done um, at the University of Berkeley in the U.S., they've basically created, they've analyzed and they've made people listen to things and they've made people read the same things, right? And they've managed to map a, 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 um, a map, an interactive map of the brain that is basically analyzed uh, when you read something, how you're impacted and and what you what you read about right hmm. um and it's interesting that people and and, the, and it's the words that spark off different things in the brain so hmm. if you can imagine like this 3d scale model which is what they've done and every time you've read something i put the the, the special um, nodes on your brain to analyze the impact that the words that you hear yeah. and the words that you read imp- have and which part of the brains it sparks off. And um, this brain study is is really impressive because they've used this uh, 3D color-coded map to find where the words and how they group, and they use visual, visual tactic and numeric locations, uh, the reaction to violent, mental, emotional stuff. All of these kind of things have been put and mapped you know, reacting to how your brain interprets these things. But now, hmm. why it's important, you ask, and uh, what is the reason for this? Well, you know, for people in the in, in the future that have, uh, you know, brain injuries like strokes, epilepsy, for example, um, and it affects your speech, for example, hmm. they now have a better understanding of how your brain reacts to certain things. They can use this knowledge to help those people with those kind of injuries because mm. everybody translates things differently and your brain reacts differently to different uh, words and inputs that come into your brain. So they're going to be using this kind of technology uh, to help people with these kind of things and even per- people with uh, learning disabilities, for example, so that you can focus words differently because you interpret words differently. Mm, I wonder what the brain map for listening to this show is like. Well, yeah, you don't want to interpret my brain either. It's, uh, it's going <laughs> be quite scary yeah tell us about this uh, new development on helping people who suffer from blindness you know that 39 million people around the world suffer from blindness mm. and you know there's various reasons for this there could be trauma there's stroke there's glaucoma mm. there's cataracts there's infections there's inflammation but and 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 what they've done is they've done so much work in the last few decades to translate what what the eye sees um and to translate that towards the brain right so scientists have developed this new technology that uh, blind passes that bypasses the eyeball entirely and sends messages 
changes to the brain. And the, hmm. the technology is called, it's an intraneural electrode called optic sea line. Um, and they've presented this to a few scientists around the world. And really what it does is it translates and, and they, they, they produce phosphenes and the sensation of seeing the light in the form of white patterns without seeing the light directly, uh, goes through to the back of the brain. And I mean, we've heard of retinal implants, for example, um, and, you know, different other kinds of technologies, but this is specifically sending current to the optic nerve, and it shows quite a bit of promise on how it can help blind people in future translate what they can't see. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Brilliant and then, stuff. And then finally, I've got this fascinating one. This is coming from uh, the uh, from New Zealand, actually. Right. And uh, they're basically using the same kind of technology that facial recognition systems use. Now, you know that okay. if you if you if you're walking in the street and you know these sophisticated cameras can pick up to forty different uh, facial reactions to things. Now, hmm. imagine you can use that kind of technology to predict better uh, weather conditions and how storms will right. impact uh, various conditions. So hmm. they use the same artificial intelligence and the same kind of facial recognition systems to predict uh, hailstorms, the severity of storms, and they run they run all of this through algorithms, right? Mm. And uh, these algorithms are be able to produce an um, incredible results in the early tests that they've done that will really impact uh, how meteorologists in the future start predicting um, uh, predicting storms. But what's significant about this research is that. Using this technology and the machine learning model that they've got, mm. they can actually predict how big the hailstones are actually going to be. So you can start predicting warnings about the size of the storm, mm. how big the, the hailstones are that actually going to be. That would help in, in so Gauteng. Gauteng, you know, insurance companies. Mm. I'm not sure you, there's anything you can do about this. If, if, you know, if the hailstones are going to be like yeah. this size, what are you going to do about <laughs> it? But you can predictively uh, move out of the range of a storm if mm. it is going to be. I mean, already we can predict that there's going to be hail and your insurance company will send you an SMS to say, mm. hey, there's a danger of your car getting hurt because of hailstorms. But mm. when you start predicting the size of the hailstorms, it actually can create a bigger impact that you really have to do quite um, action something that you are not going to be on the roads at all. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so it's, it's quite interesting because of the weather conditions we're having around the world huh. and the unpredictable weather conditions because Absolutely. of global warming, it's becoming a real serious yeah. problem in predicting the right weather and how severe sure. the storms are going to be. Because I don't know about you, but I'm just seeing that you know, just growing up in the last few decades, looking at the, the storms that we're seeing, you know, mm. and televisions cover them. But I, I'm, I'm seeing that storms are becoming a lot more severe than they mm. used to be, mm. weather conditions. Well, what I will say is that if, if this algorithm can sufficiently predict Cape Town weather in one day, it will have succeeded. I don't think they'll be able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. Have Aki. a good one, Siswe. You too. I've been with you from the very beginning. I watched as you connected to your world with a feeling of wonder. I was there as you learned and later when you earned. I was there on the best day of your life and when that life drew full circle. I've been there all along and I always will be. Ultron, there when it matters. Visit ultron.com for more information.